hope worth believing. Um, I, I know, and everybody's been saying this, I hope this next year is better than last, or I'm so glad we're finished with 2022. And again, the sentiment is... It resonates with so many people. It's been a tough year. It's been a last a tough couple years. So, in fact, I was asked last night. So, what are you teaching on? What's your theme? And I knew it was going to be hope worth believing, but I didn't know where it would go today. So, what I'm hoping to do is kind of walk you through what does hope actually mean. Um, I don't have a full answer. I I can't because it's not a it's not a cubby hole that you can lock it into. There's a mystery about hope that we need to explore. And that's what I'd like to do today. Um, I want to take you through uh, what hope is, uh, what we traditionally believe hope to be, uh, perhaps uh, expand on some ideas of what hope could be, um, and dispel some myths about hope too. But before we do that, I want to get into uh, some things that really made me ponder this week. And uh, there's a few things. And one comes from a movie I saw recently. I I usually never show a movie uh, quote in here. But this one was pretty good because after I read it, I thought, okay, um, this is is worth it for many of us. So (laughs) here it is. This is from the, I forget the name of the movie is something Onion. Um, I forget, but it says, the girl says, I'm a truth teller. Some people can't handle it. And then the detective says, it's a dangerous thing to mistake speaking without thought for speaking the truth. And I love that. Um, I, I never caught that in the movie, but, um, um, it's a really important phrase because I've talked a bit about this when people say, Hey, I just speak my mind, you know, tell you how I really feel. I'm, I'm telling you the truth of my feeling when you know what your feelings may not be true. And yet you spill out your emotional verbiage and it's really, um, yeah, it's a garburator stuck and jammed and not actually truth. So that's worth pondering. So anyway, I thought that was really good. Um, this one's really good. I use this at funerals a lot. You can't go back and change the beginning, but you can start where you are and change the ending. And this is a great, oh yeah, Glass Onion. That was where that movie is from, The Glass Onion. It was really good. Um, I, I liked it, but not everybody will. Um, it's a mystery suspense. This idea of you can't go back and change the beginning, but you can start where you are and change the ending. This has more to do with relationships in my mind. There are some relationships that can't be fixed, but there are new relationships that you will engage in in the future. Um, there are circumstances you can't change. You can't undo certain things in life, mistakes that you've made or mistakes that have happened to you by somebody else. But you don't have to live from that or uh, as that being your identity. We can actually look forward and say, okay, uh, how can I change the trajectory of my attitude and sometimes even the direction of your behaviors? And there, there is room for it. So um, again, when I show these memes, um, they can be seen as a blanket statement and, oh, but you're not covering this or what about this? What about that? Well, I'm sharing with you from my mind. If it doesn't click with you, move on. Um, but honestly, each one of these has a click for me in some capacity and they're really good. I like this one too. Being humble means recognizing that we are not on earth to see how important we can become, but to see how much difference we can make in the lives of others. 
Um, that one is a nice wake up call too, because there's a little bit too much of a push in our culture for becoming someone, becoming a person of reputation, building your platform, um, ego driven, uh, egocentric completely. And there's, it's about stepping over people, using people, people do that in business, but on social media, it's even worse. It's even more cutthroat and awful. So be humble because there's something to be learned in that. And I think Jesus came as the greatest model for that. Brian Zahn writes, Confusing the kingdom of God with the empires of Rome, uh, Byzantium, Russia, France, Spain, Portugal, England, Germany, the United States, or any other nation state has been the perpetual mistake of Christians for 17 centuries. When will we learn that the kingdom of God looks like Jesus, not a superpower? To me, this is a huge one, huge one, because many people worship their country and think it's God-blessed, that it's a Christian nation. There's no such thing as a Christian nation. Never has been. It just hasn't been. It's, It's an illusion. And so... Our hope is not to be in a nation, in a court, in a law, um, in a movement. Our hope is in Jesus. Big difference. All right. Nothing is permanent in this world, not even our troubles. Charlie Chaplin, of all people. I thought this was really a good one because um, as I talk about hope, there could be individuals that are saying, well, I'm having a hard time with hope. Maybe because you've gone through something tough. Well, even your tough times are not permanent. Um, Maybe the uh, um, good times are also not permanent. (laughs) But let's, let's not give up hope, which is why I'm sharing all this today. Almost done. I asked a wise man, tell me, sir, in which field could I make a great career? He said with a smile, be a good human being. There's a lot of opportunity in this area and very little competition. (laughs) Hmm. All right. I think one more. I'm not sure, but almost done. Um, Pay attention to your patterns. The way you learn to survive may not be the way you want to continue to live, heal, and shift. Now, this uh, was triggered by New Year's resolution thoughts and comments that I've seen. Um, and then our coping mechanisms of how we deal with pain, how we uh, avoid conflict when we need to walk through it in a healthier way. Uh, This is important because the patterns that we have in our lives, some of them really need to change. They just do. So maybe the Holy Spirit will teach you something about that, and maybe this meme will encourage you. The truth will set you free, yes, but first... It will shatter your illusions. Just remember, it is never the truth that is painful. It's the destruction of the falsehood you have become attached to and mistaken for truth. For those new to this, we've all been there. We get it. I love that. Unbelievable. Um, (laughs) I'll let you ponder that. And uh, two more. I, I remember there's another, there's a big one at the end. Uh, the incarnation is proof that God is not against us. Martin Luther. 
We just celebrated Christmas. There's uh, The Orthodox Church is still celebrating Christmas right up until January 6th. Christmas is not over. Um, it's not about the 25th. But this idea that God sent Jesus and Jesus came. By the way, uh, something else I caught just the other day. When God sends Jesus, so to speak, God also sends himself, themself. Remember, God's not gender at all. But even the Holy Spirit's referred to as she. God is often referred to as Father, and Jesus is a male. But uh, the the even the words for God are non-gender. But Holy Spirit's a she. Like th- there's more going on here. The Trinity came. It wasn't just Jesus, one person. It was the Trinity invaded, and instilled hope and life. I just thought that was really cool. And that was Martin Luther, you know, 500 years ago. Uh, oh, two more. I got a lot more than I thought. Sorry. <clears throat> That's okay. Nobody drove here. Nobody has to drive home, so I got lots of time. Ha! Um, o Holy Night has a verse that was intentionally left out in the 1800s and still is today. Truly he taught us to love one another. His law is love and his gospel is peace. Chains shall he break, for the slave is our brother. And in his name all oppression shall cease we sing a lot of our christmas carols quickly we often don't recognize the lyrics but i meant to share this one over the christmas holidays and i I forgot and i found it yesterday i thought i want to share this one just to get it out there because i find it motivating last one i think before you ask for healing make sure you're willing to give up what made you sick okay think about this for a moment in fact i just realized that this is going to fit with the last video that i'm going to share at the end so kathy and scott i am showing that video today (laughs) this will make sense before you ask for healing make sure you're willing to give up what made you sick there are many people who want healing they declare healing they de they 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 want all this change and positivity um because they're struggling with life they're having difficulties but a lot of people have self-contributing factors that are contributing to their problem and are unwilling to give that up, but they want relief now without the sacrifice of change. Ouch. Oh. All right. Let's get into this. I hope you enjoyed those. I, I, I'm, I really love the pondering memes. I had a few more today than I expected to. Um, and uh, I hope it's, yeah, hope those were encouraging to you. Uh, let's see, take a look at the comments real quick. Okay. Let's get into hope worth believing. This is, uh, again, I explained what this topic is for. So I want to share a Henry Nouwen devotional and then get into some uh, descriptions of what hope is. Have a bit of a dry throat today. Hmm. All right. A new beginning. This one's a good one. Get ready. We must learn to live each day, each hour, yes, each minute, as a new beginning, as a unique opportunity to make everything new. Imagine that we could live each moment as a moment pregnant with new life. Imagine that we could live each day as a day full of promises. Imagine that we could walk through the new year, always listening to the voice saying to us, I have a gift for you and can't wait for you to see it. Imagine. Is it possible 
that our imagination can lead us to the truth of our lives? Yes, it can. The problem is that we allow our past, which becomes longer and longer each year, to say to us, you know it all. You've seen it all. Be realistic. The future will just be a repeat of the past. Try to survive as best you can. There are many cunning foxes jumping on our shoulders and whispering in our ear the great lie. There is nothing new under the sun. Don't let yourself be fooled. When we listen to these foxes, they eventually prove themselves right. Our new year, our new day, our new hour become flat, boring, dull, and without anything new. So, what are we to do? First, we must send foxes back to where they belong, in their foxholes. And then we must open our minds and hearts to the voice that resounds through the valleys and the hills of our life, saying, Let me show you where I live among my people. My name is God with you. I will wipe all the tears from your eyes. There will be no more death, no more mourning or sadness. The world of the past is gone. What a beautiful, beautiful devotional. And another thing I want to share with you from Henry Nouwen as a reminder. This is a great reminder. You may want to take a screenshot of this later or rewind later and then take the screenshot. But, uh, well, don't do it now because I have to show the list. But this idea of remember. Remember, you are held safe. If you don't remember, maybe you need to realize you are held safe. Remember, you are loved. You are protected. You are in communion with God and with those whom God has sent you. What is of God will last. It belongs to the eternal life. Choose it, and it will be yours. Now, part of choosing it has to do with recognizing, acknowledging, saying it, thinking it, and believing it. (coughs) Wow. All right. Hope worth believing. Not all hope was worth believing. Because some hope that's been sold to us is a false hope or uh, an incomplete uh, presentation of what could be hope. Therefore, it becomes false and falls flat. Hope is not a wishy-washy, flippant desire. Um, You get what you wish for and only good can come to you and I if you hope correctly. So there's this mindset that people have that I call them the joy boys who only speak positivity without acknowledging the reality of pain and suffering. And there's this um, belief that if you acknowledge any of it, then you you invite that trouble to yourself. But if you keep speaking positive words, you only can invite negativity. Well, I'm not sure how old you are. But in my entire lifetime, our lives are filled with ups and downs. So uh, to to live with that la, 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 la mindset, I have no time for anymore. I want to embrace and hug those that are hurting. I want to speak hope to them. Give them a realistic hope. Hope is important because it can make the present moment less difficult to bear. If we believe that tomorrow will be better, we can bear a hardship today. Now, that's not a joy boy thought. This is a real consideration that there are better days. Uh, The common 
illustration is, you know, when the sun sets, it's going to rise. Oh, what if there's a storm the next day? The sun still rises behind the clouds. There, there is still hope to come. It is never always bad weather. It is never always night. Even up north for those that have very little sunlight over the winter um, or none, um, there is sunlight that comes in months later. I don't, I don't understand. I haven't looked it up what it is, but I have friends who live up north and it's, it's dark for a long time or light for a long time. <clears throat> it's different. Hope and fear both require that you believe in something that has not happened. The difference is your perspective. I love that. Hope. Here's some definitions that uh, um, can help. I thought these were good. Hope, a desire for something to happen. Love. <laughs> uh, hope as a noun, the feeling uh, that w what is wanted can be had or that events will turn out for the best to believe desire to place trust in or to rely that's a that's pretty good hope a desire accompanied by expectation of or belief in fulfillment someone or something on which hope hopes are centered that that's a good definition of hope I keep looking down because my watch is buzzing. I'm wondering if someone's texting me, but it's it's some Google thing. Hearing my words and searching for those things buzzing. It's like, come on, stop it. The meaning of hope. I like this one. This is like an acronym. Helps you understand and believe on days when all you want uh, uh, when all you want to quit, push you again to rise and achieve. Evermore, we are in need of it. I thought that was nice. Hope. Hope is the little voice you hear whisper, maybe, when it seems the entire world is saying no. I like that one because I'm wired that way. <laughs> um, hope, to believe that what is desired can be had or will turn out for the best, a feeling of trust. The nature of hope or definition of hope, the expectation of something desired. So desire and expectation equal hope. A contrast, hope is the joyful expectation of something good. Fear is the dreadful expectation of something bad. So hope works both ways. You can hope for bad, hope for good. So where is your hope? I thought that was a great concept. Hope. Hope is not just about intention. But intent is about a hope for an outcome. The Holy Spirit makes it real regardless of how we perceive the detailed outcome. We yield and surrender to the outcome and I trust the Holy Spirit's involved in every outcome sometimes we try to control the outcome by our manipulation of words our manipulation of, uh, of how we direct people and guilt tripping and shame tripping and so on um, uh, listen there, there is this walking in peace walking in stillness that we're called to live from and that peace is Jesus Deuteronomy 31 uh, verse 6 in the message translation says, Be strong. Take courage. Don't be intimidated. Don't give them a second thought because God, your God, is striding ahead of you. He's right there with you. He won't let you down. And he won't. Oops. Oh, no. Shoot. I, I thought I got the rest of it. I didn't. So, <laughs> this is Old Testament, Old Covenant, <coughs> where... 
this, the writer saying, be strong, take courage, don't be intimidated. These are intentional phrases of what they're told to do. And sometimes, now, sometimes grace folks say there's nothing that we're supposed to do. As soon as you put the word do, then it's not grace. Well, it's not true. Because sometimes when we lack faith, struggle, or are in a weak time, and we, we're not able to hear the voice of God, um, there might be somebody that you trust that speaks wisdom into you, and they tell you what to do. Do these things. Say this phrase, this mantra over and over. And so you practice those words or behaviors, or it's like going to the gym, and somebody's training you to work out. Eventually, you don't need the trainer. You'll have acquired the skills, and you can do the routines yourself. But you need somebody to coach you in the front end. Or if you've forgotten, um, same thing here. These are words given to people who may have forgotten who their hope is. And this idea of putting your hope in God... My hope for you and anybody who listens and anybody connected to hope is that our perspective of who we believe God to be gets better and better so we can trust this God we say we believe in. So when we put our hope in God, it's a legitimate, realistic hope. And I think that's really, really important. Psalm 33, 22, New Living Translation says, Let your unfailing love surround us, Lord, for our hope is in you alone. Now, it's something I like about the Psalms is they're riddled with venting. Like if you go through all 150 Psalms, there's so much venting going on because who else can you be honest to? Because some people you try to vent to and they say, you're just so negative. Well, they need to vent, and if it's not received, they have to get it out somehow. So hopefully there's a safe person or persons you can share venting with, but don't stay on the venting. If you're always repeating the negative things, you're actually feeding toxicity into yourself and to others who have to hear you. So share those vents, but then move on and look for the hope, like David does a lot. He says, my hope is in you. Um, uh, there's a lot of references in the Psalms for that. In fact, if you're having trouble with that and you need to switch out of that pattern, read through the Psalms and see those patterns yourself. You're going to find hope there. That's a good idea. That's something to do. <laughs> Lamentations. I love this. In 3, 21 to 23. Yet I still dare to hope when I remember this. The faithful love of the Lord never ends. His mercies never cease. Great is thy faithfulness. His mercies begin fresh each morning and each new year, <laughs> which is kind of what today is. Today is the sunrise of a brand new year. Does it change day to day? Is, is the year a, a real year change? No, it's an illusion. It's how we live our lives from some calendar. But we have marked dates to help us process all that we walk through. And to remember things, we see seasons change. We need these things. You can't get over philosophical about this. This is about living day to day. And I love this. I still dare to hope when I remember this. But what, what's the right of remembering? The goodness of God. So maybe when we're in our discouraged time and are venting and struggling, maybe we're really stuck in a rut and we just can't get out because that mud's just so deep. Maybe take a look. At the goodness of God. Go back to a Thanksgiving message and give thanks for those small things and watch your heart and attitude change. And I have a hunch that 
the focus on the goodness of God and giving thanks for the blessings you do have will become the pulley that pulls you out of that rut back onto the, the road uh, where you're not stuck in mud. I, I don't know. This is the lens I have. Jeremiah 29, 11, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. This is Hope Fellowship's founding verse. This was the verse Hope Fellowship was founded on. And it's beautiful because God's not angry with you. And many people see God as upset and they have to tiptoe around God. Oh, no, I got to be careful. Hang on. Then change your perspective of who God is. If you have a lens that God's ready to flick you off the earth or is you're just treading that line where he's going to zap you, then that's not the real God. That's a false God. That's an illusion. We need a better picture. And the picture of the real God looks just like Jesus. Which brings us to the countering New Covenant verse, Colossians 1.27. To them God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Oh my, this is what we need to hear today. This is one of my favorite verses. That chapter is one of my favorite chapters in the Bible. It is filled with a riveting hope. So today, the revelation that Christ lives in you is the good news. This is the gospel. It's not a secret anymore. Do you remember when Paul on the road to Damascus, uh, later he wrote about what happened on the incident. He didn't say, um, God uh, chose to reveal Christ to me. He said, it was good of God to reveal Christ in me. The revelation was that Christ was already in Paul when he knocked him off his horse with light and blinded him. That Ponder that. That's going to really mess you up. <laughs> so, then what do we do? What do we do if hope shows up and visits you? How would you respond? Now, what do I mean by this? Well, I... <laughs> You could mistake what I just shared, everything for the last half hour, as, okay, what in that list or verses do I have to do? Well, what if hope comes to you? I've had things come to me from the Holy Spirit that I didn't search out. I've had forgiveness come to me twice in a very big, actually a few more times, but in a really big way where you know, in our Christianese language, we say, I have to forgive. But the grace of forgiveness has come to me when I least expected it. Maybe hope will do the same. Maybe hope will come when you least expect it. And I think hope is personified in Jesus. I want to share with you this really amazing clip that Kathy um, Barkey shared with me um, just yesterday. <laughs> and um, I, we were talking about something else, and I didn't watch the clip. I, she mentioned it, but I jumped to the, the idea of this, The Chosen. If you have not seen the series The Chosen, um, it's a phenomenal series on the life of Jesus. It's the first time there's ever been a series on the life of Jesus uh, put together. If you remember the Jesus of Nazareth series or the show or whatever, those are movies and they were good, but this will blow them away. 
This is far more intimate. And the beauty of this series, it's not funded by Hollywood. It's crowdfunded by people. And I'm, I'm watching the interviews of individuals in the, uh, the actors as they're putting scenes together, how God is blowing their minds right on set. And they're seeing things that you just can't plan this stuff. And so grace and hope when it comes to you. This next clip is from, I think it's airing tonight. Um, I, th- I forget. I didn't see, I didn't, have not seen the new series yet. I've been saving them so that I can watch them back to back to back because I like to binge watch. Um, but this scene is of a person who has hope come to them. This is the, the story of the man beside the pool of Bethsaida and Jesus shows up. I think you're going to love this short dramatization. I, I saw the, the, the link that Kathy sent me. I had to message them and get permission or ask permission to share this in my sermon. They wrote back this morning and said, yes. It's like, you're writing back on New Year's Day? Thank you. So I want to share this with you. And it's about four minutes long. I think you're going to love it. So let's take in what hope can look like if it shows up to you when you didn't expect it. Here we go. Shalom. Me? Yes. Shalom. I have a question for you. For me. I don't have many answers, but I'm listening. Do you want to be healed? Who are you? We'll get to that later. But my question remains. Will you take me to the water? I'm having a really bad day. You've been having a bad day for a long time. So? Sir, I have no one to help me into the water when it's stirred up. And when I do get close, the others step down in front of me. So, look at me, look at me, that's not what I asked, I'm not asking you about who's helping you, or who's not helping, or who's getting in your way, I'm asking about you. I've tried. For a long time, I know. And you don't want false hope again, I understand. But this pool, it has nothing for you. It means nothing. And you know it. But you're still here. Why? I don't know. You don't 
need this pool. You only need me. So, do you want to be healed? So let's go. Get up, pick up your mat, and walk. to walk, like he said. Don't forget your bed. Why does this matter? Because you're not coming back here. Wow. <laughs> How about hope showing up when you least expect it? Jesus shows up unexpected, although he was directed by the Holy Spirit because Jesus was in constant connection and communion with the Holy Spirit and His Heavenly Father, abiding minute by minute, hour by hour, day by day. That's what hope can look like. I thought it was a beautiful dramatization of what that story could have been. I hope that was encouraging to you. I hope today maybe inspired you with some hope, especially if you couldn't find it and it shows up and comes to you through encouraging words, maybe a text from someone else, an email, a phone call, a message like this. Who knows? Each of us are bearers of hope. <laughs> I love it. Let's conclude our time. We're going to end with a prayer of St. Patrick that I think is absolutely beautiful. No better way to close this. Christ with me. Christ before me. Christ behind me, Christ in me, Christ beneath me, Christ above me, Christ on my right, Christ on my left, Christ when I lie down, Christ when I sit down, Christ when I arise, Christ in the heart of everyone who thinks of me, Christ in the mouth of everyone who speaks of me. Christ in every eye that sees me. Christ in every ear that hears me. Isn't that beautiful? Heavenly Father, may your peace and hope approach individuals who need it right now. Huh blindside them with hope that'd be so cool for those that desperately need it and for those that desperately need it may they also 
Listen to the question of Jesus. Do you want to be healed? Do you actually want hope? Or is it easier living in the misery? May each person answer that question themselves. And may 2023 be a year of providing and giving more hope. Amen. All right. I hope you enjoyed today's message. Um, uh, it was encouraging to prepare and uh, deliver. And it looks like tech stuff seemed to go okay. That's pretty cool.